eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. That is what I'm talking about, Andrew Bogish. Just two minutes after 5 o'clock, we got a crappy Friday on hand, but a summer Saturday to come tomorrow. It's going to be a good weekend down the Jersey Shore. Myself and Eddie Scazzeri, the Eddie Scazzeri in New York City with the Rats, and down the shore in Bradley Beach with his puppy. His name is Albert Johnny Dukes. What's up there, Al? How are you? Good morning, Jerry. I feel like we started two minutes earlier than usual today. A minute earlier, yes, we did, because Andrew Bogus just ripped through the update. Unlike wow. this Brad Heller. I don't know. I think he's getting paid by the minute. Oh, I thought you had to do like I thought you had to do the update while the until the music lasted. No. Like whether there was two minutes worth That's of old school update. Radio. Or whether there was only a th- nope. Andrew Bogus was like, listen, it's just not much going on. It's Friday. Let me get out of here and do a quick update. Well, for he's you. here till one o'clock, so he's really got plenty of time. Man, he must have missed some things. I'm gonna have to go. I, I didn't hear the update, but me, neither uh, did I. I'm gonna go through it and see what he missed. I'll tell he you this: missed something because I only, I only had fifty uh, nine. I only had fifty seven minutes worth of material. Now I need fifty nine minutes because he went so fast. Well, look at it this way: you won't get cut off at the end like you always do. Oh, that's good. See? Yeah, very rude. A lot of people uh, ask me about that on Twitter. They go, why does Eddie cut you guys off at the end? Great question. I don't know the answer to that other than Got to start the show at six. bored with what we're talking about, and he's just like, Poosh. Then people are like, couldn't Eddie give you a heads up that you're getting cut off? Yes, he could, but he chooses not to. We don't want a heads up. Oh, we don't want a heads up. That could no, be the other don't thing. Don't blame Eddie. I thought it was fun to blame Eddie for this one. Uh, here's something interesting. Well, Jerry, first of all, we I didn't started get... yet. Did we start now? <laughs> Is this on? I like Hello? how you just went. Here's something interesting. <laughs> here's something, Jerry. I don't know if a lot of you have seen this. Uh, I did get. Uh, now we talked, I think, mainly on the post game podcast about how uh, I was reading that Brazil nuts are good for your man testosterone levels, natural booster. They say. So I ordered my Brazil nuts, and I did receive them in the mail yesterday. But then I was reading many people alerted me that uh, it's possible to overdose on Brazil nuts. Like you don't want to eat too many Brazil nuts because they 
they have some ingredient in there where one Brazil nut gives you 900% of your daily intake. One nut. So people tell me you could only eat three Brazil nuts a day. So you got to be careful. I, I would think something like nuts, you could eat as many as you want. Not true. No, you know what? You're not going to spend a lot of careful. money on them then, will you? At three a day. No, at three a day, you're not. So uh, last night I had two Brazil nuts okay. before I went to bed. Nothing. I see. I sense uh, no extra testosterone this morning, but maybe it's got to get into my system. It's going to take a little while. So I'm going to have a two Brazil nuts uh, today during the show. I'll have two Brazil nuts before I go to bed. Uh, and then we'll see if we start getting those into my system, Jerry. Works for me. But lest you think you could eat as many Brazil nuts as you want, think again. These are not peanuts. These are not cashews or almonds. Uh, these are very powerful nuts, Jerry. Very powerful nuts. Enjoy. Nature sometimes is tricky like that. Don't screw around with nature. It'll get you. I hear Boneless. you. Boneless. Uh, I saw this uh, was an interesting story yesterday. Uh, not really sports-related, but maybe somewhat sports-related. It involves colleges. Uh, Rutgers University is going to require all students that want to go on campus for fall classes to be vaccinated. Okay. It sent shockwaves through the media yesterday. It did? Yes. Shockwaves. And then uh, I'm someone who questions the vaccine, you know. I'm, I've I heard. Just, I just like, I like to ask questions. But I had a really nice... 90 minute conversation with my sister Chrissy about the vaccine and it was just nice to have like a real conversation with somebody without digging into your um your side of the argument and really def- like I think like we tend to especially on social media whatever we think we really dig in and argue our side even if we haven't really fully heard out the other side right And I think sometimes if you have uh, friends that you can have discussions with or family members where it's a nice civil conversation and you're each able to learn something, that's the way to go. And I felt I had that yesterday. Good. Learning experience for you. Learning experience, Jerry. I opened my ears. I didn't just dig in on Twitter because on Twitter I'll defend anything. I'll defend uh, whatever my argument is and I'll just go balls to the wall, as they say. So I've seen. Yeah. I'll battle, but... So I think other state schools uh, are going to follow this. Normally what goes on at Rutgers, the other schools follow. Like they wait to because Rutgers is our big university here right. in New Jersey. Oh, you mean other state schools in Jersey, not other yeah. state schools around the country. <clears throat> no, yeah, other state schools in Jersey. They like to see what Rutgers – like if Rutgers says no classes in the fall, like when they did for the coronavirus last year. Then Montclair then, State might say that. Yeah, then they'll all do it. Like Kane University will follow. Right. So, um, Well, they uh, are the state university. So makes yeah, sense. they are the leaders, Jerry. They are the leaders. In both basketball and football and in all things social. Understood, yes. They are so, Rutgers. So look for that uh, in the fall. Okay. Just a heads up. Although they're not making, they're not requiring the teachers to be vaccinated, which is a little strange. That would be odd to me. How right? is that? How does that make sense? I don't know. I, I honestly didn't see the story, so I, yeah. I can't really comment on it because yeah. I'm, I'm learning from you right now. Yeah, well, that's it. That's the story. If uh, Students will have to be vaccinated, although they, they'll uh, give you religious reasons if you don't want to be vaccinated or health reasons. So then they don't all have to be vaccinated then. I guess, yeah. I right. guess That's uh, what I mean. I need to see the entire story. You don't trust me, Jerry? Well, no, because you just, you just said that's the I story, just, I, and then you said, actually, 
there are reasons to not need to be vaccinated. <laughs> so that really wasn't the entire story. Right. I gave you the headline. So I'd like to actually read the entire article than just the first paragraph. Because <laughs> you don't know like what I'm going to throw at you next. That is a fact in the story. I have no idea. Oh, and also it's completely your choice. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, yes, it is. <laughs> I wonder now, I, and again, I don't know. I didn't read the story, but mm-hmm. I'll ask the question. All right. So if you don't get fully vaccinated, but you yeah. go to Rutgers, I guess you can continue your online at home training. Correct. Okay. Not the same, but at least you're still there and still right. part of it. Right. You're still able to get an education. Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting is I wonder what they'll do with basketball and football uh, fan attendance, because for the Devils, uh, according to Governor Murphy, you do not need a vaccination to go to a Devils game. You just need to, I don't even think you need a, um, a negative test. You have to take your temperature to go to the Rock mm-hmm. and wear a mask. So I wonder if that would stand up for Seton Hall games. I guess it would because yeah. they play at the Rock and for Rutgers at the Rack. I don't know. Now, these tests where you take your temperature, unfortunately, they said it is with a butt thermometer. So it's going to be uncomfortable if you're going to the Rock. That is not true. <laughs> do you think that would limit people going to games if you had to what get... What do you think, Al? If you, <laughs> if you had to get your temperature taken by your butt? Sir, <laughs> bend over. Come on. Take, take that Danico jersey off so I can stick this thermometer up there. Uh, that used to be the most accurate way to get a temperature for a child. I always thought the armpit was. When I was a kid, this was, and Eddie probably got his temperature taken from his butt also. When you when we were kids, there was no armpit thermometers. It was I it never was had the thermometer. My, yeah, right. You never got a butt thermometer. No. No, no when I was when I was one or two, maybe I yeah. don't remember that part <laughs> of my life. But if I think back to, I mean, I feel like I remember things when I was five and six yeah. and seven. I do not ever remember that happening. Never you don't once. remember getting a butt thermometer. I do not know to get a really accurate reading. Jerry? No, I don't know. I we didn't do that. Hmm. So I, yeah, sorry to disappoint, but no, yeah, I don't my think doctor, that happened. My doctor required my mother to give me the butt thermometer. When we were young. And then also sometimes you, when you had to take medicine, it was a suppository. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, because wow. as a, ba- as a, when you're small, you can't swallow a pill, so they got to give it to you in your butt. <laughs> God, boy, we're a lot better off these days. Yeah, a lot better. And now they just like aim that, uh, like when you go to restaurants sometimes, they'll take your temperature, but they just shoot the, the gun at your head. Right. The temperature gun. It's amazing how quick it is, right? Yeah, just like boop, go ahead. I know. Your table's ready. It is. I love the one in the uh, in the newsroom. Uh, the newsroom, jeez, in the lobby downstairs. Yeah, what's that see. one? I'm, it's I'm an iPad. Forward to that, and you just stick your your stick your face in front of the iPad screen, <laughs> and it goes right into the circle, and literally within a second, ninety seven point five. Ooh, what's the normal temperature? Do you even know? Uh, Eddie will tell us. Traditionally, ninety eight six. I was ninety seven point five today. Ninety seven, ninety eight. So you were a little lower. Yeah. I've been ninety. I've been between ninety-seven point five and ninety-seven point eight. I think every time nice. that I've done it, I don't do it every day because I. But I do it a couple days a week when I come in. Yeah. Well, you just reminded me. I do my my health app. I forgot to do that. Health app. Yeah. Yes, I forgot. You know what? I'm usually pretty good with it. I remember almost every day. But you just reminded me. I forgot today because I was worried about my parking spot. Now, another COVID news, NFL style, Jerry. They said they will not require vaccines. For teams, but will incentivize them. Yes, by so, give, by re, by relaxing restrictions. Yes, if your uh, team is uh, 
vaccinated, you'll have less restrictions. And uh, NFL teams will not need masks or social distancing on draft night if everyone in the war room gets vaccinated. Which makes sense, I would think. Otherwise, like we said yesterday, what the hell's the point of the vaccine then? Right. But not required. If if but if everyone's not vaccinated in the war room, limited number of people, social distancing, and you have to wear masks. Understood. I had a dream last night that I came back to work, and it was packed, packed with people, and none of y'all were wearing masks. I was like, "What is going on?" Over here? You know who was here yesterday? Who? Greg Hughes. Greg Hughes, yeah. salesman extraordinaire. I haven't seen him in forever. It's actually nice right? seeing some people walk through. Although I will tell you, taking some the elevator yesterday, seat. yeah. It actually stopped at the sixth floor. I'm like, oh, Uh-oh. I got so used to just boom, right down, out. Now it's like uh, it stops once in a while. Right. Every once in a while, there's more people in the buildings because the vaccinations are happening. And what's funny is the person will take a half of seconds like, hmm, should I get in there with him? Right. Am not? I allowed to go in? Does he look like he's got the coronavirus? So far, everybody has said, do you mind? No, oh. I'm right in. I'm oh, good. that's nice. I got my mask on. I'm good. Courtesy. So do you. Yes. No worries. I don't think I've been on an elevator since this whole thing started. Yeah, well, you haven't really traveled really too far out of the Jersey Shore since this started, aside to see your parents, right? Right. You're so, right. So unless I had a, a, a elevator in my condo. Right, which you don't. Which I don't, Jerry. I mean, I'm assuming you don't. I've never I don't, been there because no. I've never been invited. That would be cool, though. I'm going to invite you in this summer once everyone's vaccinated. We're all coming here. It's going to be a big party, Jerry. I hear big you. Big <laughs> party. It's going to be a big party, sure. But by big party, you mean four people? Uh, four people will be here. And Paul, be John, packed. and Pat, and then your other friend, Eddie. Well, it's Steve, John, and oh, Paul. Oh, Steve, I'm sorry. Eddie, you, yes. Was this a big uh, trade for basketball yesterday, this Austin Rivers and the Knicks, or was this? I got to tell you, I, so, I, I see the trade. Yeah. Al, I forgot he was on the Knicks. So the Knicks traded Austin Rivers. And no, it's not a big trade. It's a three-way deal. And they end up getting uh, Terrence Ferguson from the Sixers, who I didn't know much about. We don't care about him, so not well, a big deal. No, I didn't. I didn't think it was a big deal at all. I thought, if you look at what happened yesterday, I thought the Bulls uh, were the biggest winners yesterday, getting uh, Nikola Vukovic. Vukovic. Yeah, I thought, and the Magic. You know, they traded him. They traded Aaron Gordon. Um, the Lonzo Ball was not traded. Kyle Lowry was not traded. Now you've got two guys that were bought out. So you got LaMarcus Aldrich and you got Andre Drummond. I know the Knicks have been linked to Drummond. I don't know about Aldrich, but those two names are out there now. I don't think anything happened overnight. Uh, but no, I mean, trade-wise, I mean, Oladipo went to Miami, which I think a lot of people expected. Other than that, it really wasn't like a blockbuster day, at least not to me. Now, when you said you forgot that Austin Rivers was on the Knicks, wh- why is that? Like, why did like what happened to him? Remember he had that I one night. I feel like night, we were hearing a lot about him early on and then nothing. And early on he had a couple of big, he had one big night specifically where he couldn't miss. And then I don't know what in the hell happened, but he got into Thibodeau's doghouse. And we haven't seen him. He doesn't play. So the Knicks traded him. I'm like, wow, forgot they had him. Yeah. All right, see ya. What are you going to do? So we, You know what I read too? How about this? I think it's over the next seven years, I think. The Oklahoma City Thunder have 37 draft picks. Nice. Isn't that ridiculous? That almost <laughs> see, I, what? Oh, no, 34. They have 17 first-rounders and 17 second-rounders, I believe, nice. over the next seven years. Can you imagine? It'd be great to be a coach there, right? You could build your own team. Well, that's the idea. That's why they pretty oh. much have stripped it down. You know who stinks, too, by the Breaking way? Breaking it down. Russell Westbrook. 
Now, I know he's on the Wizards and no one cares anymore. I thought you liked him for MVP. I did when he was playing like an MVP. He looks terrible. And these and, I, and listen, I'm only talking about the last two games because that's all I've really seen of him. I haven't watched Wizards games, but I have watched. I did watch a lot of the Knicks-Wizards the last two games. He just looks like a shell of himself. Terrible. Can't shoot. He can still. He's still explosive to the basket, but he can't shoot. Now, it makes me wonder. Now, you were you're a great basketball player back in the day. Back in the day, sure. What did you do when you lost your shot? Well, seeing as I never really had the shot, it uh, was not uh, <laughs> mentally draining for me. So you never, never able to it. reclaim the shot. <laughs> yeah, never had the shot, never reclaimed the shot. Uh, Andrew Bogus checking in. He says, uh, I was told to be quick, Jerry and Al. I can send you some other news if you want. That'd be nice. No, I, I oh. like what he did. He was out at 02. It was beautiful. Yeah. So you just made Al's day more stressful by coming up with 60 yeah. seconds more of material. It kind of felt like Bogus was like, it's Friday. Let me get out of here. That's very possible. There is that sense sometimes. Although you also have the sense on a Friday that you're going to just unload everything you've got because it's Friday. Yeah, right. I don't want to I don't want to leave anything on the table here for the weekend. That's exactly right. So the weekenders been, to have. Are you are you must be excited when you see I know today stinks. Today's going to be awful, but tomorrow looks spectacular. Oh, tomorrow we're going to get sun. We're 65 get in the 60s. sun, dude. Now we're getting temperatures in the mid 70s today, but Rain. But rain. That means nothing to me. It might as well be 50. You're right. What difference does it make? You're not doing anything. Nice warm You're rain. You're going to break out the binoculars tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, 100%, Jerry. This is what I'm going to do tomorrow. 65 degrees and sunny at the beach. I'm going to I'm gonna go up on the deck. I'm going to break out the binoculars. I'm going to break out an Al's Boring beer. And I'm going to relax and quote-unquote whale watch. So do not do Dolphin much. Sightings. So really the only thing that's different than a weekday is that you're not waking up early and you're going to have a beer. Other than that, yeah. you're really not doing a whole lot. And I'm going to walk outside on the porch, yeah. Walk out? How big is the? You just said you can vacuum your entire place <laughs> with one extension cord. How big is this porch that you're walking on? How many steps are you getting in? Eight? Potentially eight steps. <laughs> well, that's a lot of back and you forth. go a long way, see, yeah. You, Jerry, you see this area in front of <laughs> yes, me? That's it's it. smaller than that. <laughs> Zip it. You don't know that. 518 just getting started. Segment one down. Segment two to come. Boomer and Geo at six. Don't go away on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Al and Jerry, Radio Gaga, Radio Goo Goo, Radio Nah, nah, no doo-doo on a Friday. Sorry, that we saved that crap for Monday. It's 25 after 5. It is a Friday. Get up, get out. Get naked if you have to. Who cares? Do what you got to do. Friday, Friday, Friday. Weekend. What happened to Karen Stewart? Did the traffic get the best of her? She's finally, off. finally beat her down and had her take a day off. She took a Friday off. She's very. I was actually talking to my wife about this last night. I gotta, I gotta grab some days here. Yeah, It'd be nice because I don't know how much time I'll take off in the summer. It's like you know, it's already almost April. What are we doing? As soon as I come back, I'm gonna take some days off. <laughs> <laughs> that, by the way, that would be so awesome if you got your return date. And then took off that week. <laughs> I come in for one day. Like, I'm coming in on a Wednesday, April 7th. Just take Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. No, I'll come in Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They take a week off. <laughs> <laughs> 
And now, has that been like officially okayed by like HR and all that? I don't know. I assume so. People keep asking me that, and I go, I guess I, it's been talked about. I don't know. You I don't, don't know that I have to fill out any paperwork. Yeah, I don't no. know either. Paperwork? Why would you fill up? Pay- I haven't. You got to do your health app every day. When the whip comes down. What I'm trying to figure out is because SNY is going to start doing the work in the other studio soon. Oh. Where am I going? I might have to go to the production studio. Great point. Right? Great point, Boomer. Yes. Great point, Boomer. By the way, I take issue with something I was listening to Carton and Roberts yesterday. Yes. and Well, you took issue on social media right away. And then I had to take issue on social media because uh, I was being attacked. Craig said that he invented no guests on the radio station. He invented that. And I claim I, I invented that when I worked on the Ron and Fez show. So, uh, and yet we had 10 years worth of guests, so much so that you put together an outs, and I mean an outstanding uh, book about all the guests through the years. Yes, uh, that is true. Well, so as I explained on social miserably. media, then I said to Craig, then why, why is he still booking guests on his program if he invented no guest? I have an excuse because to me, the show host always has final say. While I may not want a guest, it is Boomer and Geo's show, ultimately, so they can overrule me on that. Yeah. I'm Whereas mm-hmm. Carton and Roberts, they should be the ultimate rulers, and if uh, Craig is putting guests on occasionally, then he can't be anti-guest. Yeah, I guess not. I disagree with that, but how that's about fine. that? My God, how about that? Yes, exactly. No, I agree. Listen, it's not a, it's not a all or nothing situation. Right. There are you know, certain there are people times. that are absolutely worth the listen. But as Craig said yesterday, that when now Craig had called me when they were going to put Lenny Dykstra on, he's like, oh, I'm going to put Lenny Dykstra on today. I was like, Ugh. I Ugh. said, I'm so over that guy. Did a lowest rated segment of the month. For I'm, I'm listen. I texted you as soon as I heard that come on. Yeah, I said I can't listen to this, and mm-hmm. I love them. I do. Like I, I, I like the show, but I, I'm out on Lenny Dykstra. It's right, his act has run its course. Yeah, it's it's enough. No, no, no. Thanks. I'll pass. It is over. Yeah. Uh, the Jets, Jerry, this is interesting news. Uh, today, the New York Jets will get to look at Zach Wilson in person. Now, why is that interesting news? Well, because everything else has been, um, you know, via Zoom and Joe Douglas. Oh, because it's in person. Yeah, Joe Douglas gets to go to Provo. Nice. Go enjoy watching Zach Wilson, then draft him, make him your quarterback. Done. Uh, Provo, Spain? Utah. Utah. Utah, Provo, Utah. You actually did type Utah in your show sheet. Thank you. That's a dramatic reading from Fletch. Michael Sinlin? In the movie Fletch, Jerry, he goes up to uh, get a plane ticket, and they go, you'll be connecting at a Provo. He goes, Provo, Spain? (laughs) I didn't like Fletch. Michael Sinlin. (laughs) You didn't like Fletch? I I didn't. And I like Jerry. I didn't. I know. That's one of those movies that like people think is amazing, and that's great. Amaze. Amaze. I did not like Fletch. I think I turned Fletch off. <laughs> Every time I see the town of Provo, Utah, somewhere, I think Provo, Spain. Provo, because of Spain, that movie. Utah, because of Fletch, yeah. Yeah, not my cup of tea. Hmm. There's only a couple hmm. movies I've shut off and walked out on. That was one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't care for it. Now, this Zach Wilson, his pro day, what if he totally stinks today? <laughs> then they're going to try and trade the number two pick very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does he have to do today? Why not like make bad throws? Does he have to do this? I don't think you have to do it. I think you do it to you know secure your spot, show people what you can do. Because uh, clearly, you know, hours of film in actual game situation is enough. To me, this is all overdone. It's kind of like the combine. To me, the combine's a waste of time. If you can't figure out 
what a player is after watching him on tape, then come on. I mean, you want to tell me you need a, you know, a face-to-face visit because you want to get a read on the guy and you want to see what his personality is. That's one thing. But measuring his leaping ability and his right, come on. Is that what he'll do today? I don't know what, uh, no, I imagine he'll throw all over the place today. I don't know what type of, you know, other athletic activities he'll do. But he's going to throw for sure. He'll have one of one or two of his receivers out there, so they can see what type of arm strength he has. But again, to me, if you can't tell that on tape, I mean, what are we doing? It's, well, it's all overdone. Plus, I mean, he can only hurt himself by coming out and throwing today. Like, what if he just is uh, foggy today for well, whatever reason? He can only hurt himself if he stinks. What if he took Brazil nuts and they're screwing with the system? <laughs> I think he'll be fine. The, listen, he's projected to be the number two or three pick in the yeah. draft. He knows what he's doing. He'll be just fine. This is not like someone who has no confidence in himself and is a questionable draft pick. He's going to be picked in the top five. Yeah. You think the Jets will take him number two? If I had to put a prediction on your head. I didn't, but Boomer is so hell-bent on saying the Jets are going to take him at two and he's going to be their quarterback. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Unless they're going to trade the pick for multiple draft picks. But I don't know. We'll see. That's the exciting part of the draft is when quarterbacks go. Everybody else know like it's boring. It, 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 you always want to know where the quarterbacks are going. Yeah, but I think it's more about the personality and the buildup. Like you, you're right about that, especially if you're a team in need of a quarterback. But there have been stud players. You remember when Tony Mandrich was drafted? There yeah. was actually excitement over a lineman being picked. That's true. I, I think it really comes down to, like when Reggie Bush was picked, I think that was exciting because he was so amazing in college. I think you can find those players that can you know, do exactly what you're talking about with the quarterback position. Now, I think it's harder, but it does happen. It's kind of weird. Like This guy's going to go number two probably, quarterback. Yes. And I barely have heard of this guy. Until midway through the NFL season. I totally agree with you. I, I couldn't be more – everything was been, you know, when you think about the last few years, the suck for Sam, right? The yep. Justin Herbert thing last year. This Zach Wilson, I feel like him. Even Tua was a big name all year last year. Zach Wilson, I, you know, I'm not watching any BYU football. I'm not like Eddie on a Saturday sitting there watching, you know, that stuff. I, please. But, yeah, midway through the season, it was like, oh, Zach Wilson might be a top draft. Who's he? Do you have to be Mormon to go there? No. Jim McMahon went there Catholic. What about um, uh, Steve Young? He is Mormon, he, I believe. Isn't oh, is he also right? a descendant of Brigham Young? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. that'd be awesome. Yeah, I want to say like five generations or something. That is true. I read that somewhere. I don't know yeah. where. Somewhere. I didn't know if they were, if everyone was a Mormon on the football team. Apparently no. not. It's a big Mormon state, though, Jerry. Utah? Oh, Can't yeah. you also have different wives in Utah? No, that, well, there are some rumored clans of uh, polygamists in southern utah okay but it is not but that's not uh, a state isn't it you're not allowed by state it's illegal law. and although you know they kind of I, I don't know how they get away with it but they do exist could you imagine having two wives no. or more or or two husbands or more like it's tough enough not two husbands just having one oh is that true yeah only goes out of one oh wife. for real so a woman couldn't have two husbands but a man could have two or three wives correct and they call themselves sister wives there's a reality wow. show on on TLC called Sister Wives. How many wives does the guy have? Oh, it's I, you know I don't think there's a cap on it. Wow, I, that's oh, a, that's quite much for me. But it's not sanctioned by the official uh, LDS Church. Church of Latter Day Saints. 
as I've learned Alex watching dropping knowledge today. <laughs> yeah, because I watched that uh, documentary on uh, on Mormon on the Mormon uh, situation with fake documents and all this stuff is on Netflix. Man, that is some life they're living. All right, well, yeah, know, as Al would say, good for you. Twenty five. Yeah, they, and, yeah, they even have like different um, alcohol um, in their beers, like it's uh, lower alcohol. Oh, duels. No, it's like three two beer. They call it. What's like even like Coors Lights and Miller Lights, all that they they lower the alcohol but content th- for Utah. I think they changed that when the Olympics came there, and all the Europeans coming in. What, what the hell is this? I wonder if they're getting the same beer you get at the stadium, because that's also watered down. I don't know if people know that or not. It is at the stadium, yeah. Now, at least it used to be. I when I used to work at the oh. liquor store, liquor store, and years yeah. ago, the representative would tell me that you do not get the same alcohol content at the stadium that you get, oh. you know, in a packaged goods. Uh, store is that right yes that's well again i'm going back 20 years now that might have yeah. changed but that was the well, actually it's long, oh my god it's longer than that it's 25 years ago wow how dare they we're getting uh utah beer know. at the stadiums um, well i think i'm going to try and go to citizens bank park in a couple of weeks i'll let you know oh, okay yeah we'll see 25 in front of six we need to take a break when we come back al's got more stories going to drop more knowledge on your face on a friday and then boomer and geo at six right here on the fan Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, let's talk more rock. All right, 20 in front of six. Hey, real quick, and then we'll get back to whatever you got next on your list. I was watching the Nick game last night. I want to know if you enjoy this or not. Now, you know how every year as we approach April, we always get the email from Mark Chernoff about April Fool stuff? Yeah, don't do April Fool's jokes. So I'm watching the Nick game last night, and I don't know how I didn't know this prior, but I'd never seen this before. So Scott Brooks is the head coach of the Wizards. So he, back in 1997, was a member of the Knicks. I think, yeah, it was 97, I believe. And MSG and and the Knicks together, I guess Jeff Van Gundy had was a big part of this, not necessarily the, or, the organization, but MSG took part in it. They released a statement where they were, it was an April, Fool, April Fool's joke, where they released Brooks to, to bring back Clyde Frazier for the final roster spot for the stretch run of the season. And then MSG went and caught up with Brooks as he had to pack up his stuff, and they made him walk out of the arena. And he was furious. So the joke was on him that he was – they didn't yes. – uh, this wasn't a joke on the audience. This was a joke on the player. I, listen, I don't, I don't remember how it went down because I didn't see it until last night. They showed the footage of the interview with MSG with Brooks walking out of the arena. And as they did, they also suited up Clyde in a total Nick uniform, and they had him working out on the court. Now, in 19, now, Clyde, I don't know how old he is now. He's got to be in his mid-70s, no? Yes, Just I would Google say. Google it. So if you All go right. back 25 years, he was probably right around 50. And so Brooks is like, he's old. I, this is not right. <laughs> Clyde is 75 years old okay. today. So, yeah, so, Cl- oh, happy birthday to Clyde Frazier then. No, 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 I mean, I mean, in this day and oh, age. Oh, this year. Right now he's 75 years old. Although he turns uh, his birthday's in three days, March okay. 29th. Look at that. So happy birthday to Clyde. So, so he was right around 50 when they did this. And I 
I never heard that story before, but they showed it last night during the game. I thought it was actually very funny. And that was back before 50-year-olds would even uh, still be playing. Like, Tom Brady will be playing when he's 50. He might. Uh, he very well might. So, yeah, no. I, NBA, Jordan played to what, 41? Does that I sound think right so, to yeah. you? That sounds right to me, Jerry, and I'm a sports encyclopedia. So, yeah, this clearly was absurd, but they got him on it. And I don't know if they discussed it with him last night or you know the other night. But, yeah, it was pretty funny that they showed, a, showed the footage because it certainly seemed like – he bought it 100%. Yeah. So, pretty funny. Well, I don't want any uh, April Fool's jokes from, from from you guys. That it goes against all of our policies. This would be like Boomer finding a 75-year-old and saying, Al, you're off third base. This is not right. <laughs> I'd be like, cool. <laughs> Actually, you'd probably be like, Ooh. cool, I'm not coming cool. anymore. <laughs> right. I got to say, Jerry, you done pissed people off with your take on the movie Fletch. They are not happy with you. I don't expect people to be happy with me. Ooh. I didn't like it. What do you want from me? They are not happy. Okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, he uh, he's with the Washington football team now, his ninth team, I believe it is. And he said he signed with Washington because there was, quote, good juju in the building. Okay. That, is that That's, from Ron Rivera? Uh, well, Ron Rivera is part of the good juju. Yeah. I think, what does that mean? Like good vibes? I would think so, yes. A good feel. To you the don't program. really hear, hear that phrase anymore. Good ju, ju, is it juju or juju? I would think good juju. Good juju. But I don't know. Let me Google it. I don't use that phrase. I don't know. Me neither. I'm not sure. He must be really old because I'm older than him. You got a head coach that beat cancer and coached while going through it. If you don't have good karma and feel in that building, you're never going to. Yeah. Now, if you don't like the owner, that's a different story, but his deal is to play for the coach. Right. Right. I'm Did reading. You find it or no? Yeah. Juju is a positive or negative vibration relating to a person, place, or thing. There are two kinds of juju good juju and bad juju. Good juju is the energy of a happy, helpful, healing, peaceful, and protective form. Bad juju is the energy of a destruct- destructive, manipulative, unhealthy, an unhappy form. I'll so use. <laughs> I have good juju. I'm going to be bringing my positive juju into the building when I show back up April 7th. Okay. That's right. Looking forward to it. Let the building know. Positive juju coming on the way. There's actually been a lot of positive juju here. Is that right? There's no one here. You feel it when you walk in? Like, I find um, it to be outstanding around here. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick has in Washington. Yeah, I like I love coming in. There's nobody here. It's me and Eddie, basically. Mm-hmm. Eddie's always smiling, so that's always good. That's true. G always seems to start his day off with a big smile in the morning. He'll always wave, always smile, so that's always good. Boomer's always got a giant smile on his face in the morning. And Allie is outstanding. So there's no reason not and Amy Lawrence is always smiling. Well, Boomer's attitude changes if the Rangers lost. Uh, yes, but he's still, but when he does that, he kind of keeps to himself in his office. So I don't really see him or worry about it. But when he's in a good mood, he's kind of floating around. He's doing well. Eddie brings up Mike Flegelman. He's always smiling too. There was a song, Smiling Faces, was there not? I believe so. Smiling Faces. Yeah, well, that's what this place is like. So until these sour pusses come back, it's been great. I'll use. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully I can balance out the feel, the juju feel in the building. No, you just said you're coming back with more good juju. What are you balancing out? So Boomer will have uh, be in a good mood today. I see Mike Zabinijad had his uh, second straight hat trick. Who is that? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Mike Zabinijad. I got that right. That's right. Oh, Mika. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) 
I was focused on the last name and nailing that. Mika Zibanejad, six points last night. Again, yeah. he did that to the Flyers last week. Last week when the Rangers beat the Flyers 9 nothing, he had a hat trick. I think scoring a goal in hockey has got to be one of the most difficult. I couldn't agree with you more. And to score three goals in a game? Yeah, and have three assists. How about that's good the, juju. How about the last two games against the Flyers? He's got six goals and six assists. Yes. That's ridiculous. Pretty good, and you're right. I do agree that that's one of the hard. And I don't. I'm not necessarily saying the penalty shot because while that's very difficult too, I I'm with you. Scoring a goal in the flow of a game is yeah. crazy hard. I mean, it's like soccer. Scoring a goal in soccer to me. You know what's funny about that? We had a friend of ours. We went and watched their sons play soccer last week. Now I have not watched soccer in years and years. I don't think ever actually since I stopped playing when I was eight. I don't think I've seen a soccer game. It seems unfair to me. That you can have 11-year-olds playing goal. That goal is gigantic. Huge. Like, how are these games not 15-12? I don't know. Yeah, they got the... the uh, even in in real professional soccer, I don't know how they don't score more goals. The, the goal is gigantic. I guess they just... And again, I don't watch it, so I don't know. I guess they don't get enough shots on net. Yeah, they don't get, they don't get in the area enough. I guess the defense keeps the ball out of their zone and so much of soccer is played in the middle of the field. How about this? Me and you coach a youth soccer team and here's our game plan. Shoot the ball. Just keep kicking it on goal. Gonna, I don't care yeah. how far out you are. We're going to take all 10 players that because there's 11 on the field, I believe. I think. Maybe not. I'm not sure. However many there are, minus the goalie, mm-hmm. we press everybody. It's like a there's like an assembly line. Go! And get that ball to the net. But then, if we don't, if our team doesn't get a goal, doesn't it leave our goalie in trouble because yeah, well, everyone's up front? Make the save. Let's go. Yeah, you got a job to do. Right. <laughs> that's why we put you back there, kid. All right, we'll leave one guy back to help. One defensive player. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to sacrifice his body for our goalie. I agree. Think about that though—a hockey net compared to a, a soccer net. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Uh, I would say so. Yes, very much so. And I see Jim Nance got a new deal with CBS. No, hello, friends. friends. Jim Nance. Mm, hello, that means Ian's not going to be the number one guy for another nope. few years. All right. Now, I did I see like it Nance. was in the neighborhood of $10 million. Good. The Romo one was $17 million. So yeah, Nance does Romo a lot more yet. than Romo, though. Yeah. Nance does the golf. I mean, think about how many golf events he did. Forget the Masters. Think how many golf events he does. And then the football. So he should get more than Romo. I you I would I would certainly make that case. He's getting less, and I love Tony Romo. You know that. I I to this day I don't understand that contract I, at all. I don't get it. Now they said there was no real fear of Jim Nance leaving. That he wanted to stay with CBS. He likes all the CBS things, and that another company didn't even really come up with a strong competitive offer. So some people say CBS was just competing against CBS. Probably because if you're another company, you want to waste your time and be used. As leverage? No. But why $10 million? Why not a five? Here you go, Jim. Uh, Eddie, <laughs> listen. I'm all for making as much yeah. as you can. I, some of these contracts I don't understand. Hello, friends. But in, in but in Nance's case, to his defense, he travels so much. Oh, I, I understand. Like, yeah. I get the contract. The Romo one, I don't. I never will. This one I actually understand. I'd rather have the conversation when Boomer's here so he gets all uncomfortable. And then yeah. he gets phone calls from <laughs> higher-ups. <laughs> Does that actually happen? According to him. <laughs> well, guess what's coming up in about yeah. a half hour. Mm. <laughs> all right, we got to take a break. Yeah. One final break. And then, Al, we left time for that. 
that final story, and it's going to be a a, a blockbuster oh, to get you off. And, could you imagine if we were done at six o'clock? We just went home. Like, like now, you what get, do I do? Right, you're done early enough now. Could you imagine if you were done now at six o'clock? Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'd be right back to bed, <laughs> quick. <laughs> and also, you could go study Mike Zabinajad's name. <laughs> uh, it's Mika Jerry. <laughs> Oh, is it? We'll take a quick break. Ay, ay, ay. We get a radio.com sportsman coming Zabinijad. up. <laughs> and then Boomer and Geo at the top. Amy Lawrence talking about uh, Sister Jean. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo. You cannot stop the Knicks. You can only hope to contain them. They beat the Wizards again last night. Big comeback. The Rangers, ridiculous. Clobbered the Flyers again. Devils lost. Islanders won. What else you got, Al? Jerry, uh, earlier this week we heard that Michael Jordan couldn't sell his mansion uh, just outside of Chicago. Now I'm reading that uh, Derek Jeter's having trouble selling his mansion in Tampa. Very similar situation with the prices too, right? Yes, but uh, both of these guys did extensive uh, upgrades on their homes. But Jeter, yeah, bought, Jeter bought this place for $2.3 million and is trying to sell it for $29 million. Right, but didn't Jordan buy his for $3 million yes. and try to sell it for $28 million? Yes. Very problem, similar. One of the problems was that when Tom Brady stayed there, Tom Brady said there, the place was a lack of privacy. People could drive right up to you on your street, sure. and people could drive their boats right up into your backyard. Yeah, no good for Tom Brady. They need places like Bruce Springsteen has uh, in um, what town is that in New Jersey? Cold Snack. Cold Snack. Yeah. I tried to drive by his house. Can't see it. I mean, it's too I like far that back. you admit that. <laughs> well, but you got to the driveway. I don't even think I got to the driveway. I think Where'd I got you get to, to a field, the, the perimeter of the the property. But you really tried to get to his house, huh? Yeah. I'm trying. Had- I don't understand. What do you mean the perimeter? There's got to be some sort of a gated entrance. Yeah, I couldn't find it. So where were you? In a farm? <laughs> a I lot mean, of Colts, farmland. Cold Snack has a lot of farmland. Yeah. So you buy delicious orchards. Yes, not far from there. Not far from there. How Bruce did you do this? Creepy exactly old there. guys following me around in the mall. What's that, Jerry? Listen today for more chances to win a small star Kevin Durant collectible art figure. 